Welcome back, everyone. This is the FlowTrack Podcast, flowtrackpodcast.gmail.com, our email address. I'm Kevin. He's Gordon. Subscribe to the YouTube page if you haven't yet. Talking Houston Half Marathon. Got some exciting indoor results as well on the pod. If you're watching live, comment on the chat. Gordon, good afternoon. How you doing? Happy Martin Luther King Day. Yes, we are recording this on Monday. What is uh, January 16th. Did you see the statue they unveiled? I did not. Is that new? It looks like a... It looks like a confusing puzzle. Colt knows what I'm talking about. You have to like stare at it for like a really long time to figure out what it is. Oh, I hadn't seen it. Yeah, check it out. I've been to the monument in uh, in DC. Yeah, it's awesome. But apparently, it's a 3D sculpture of just the arms of a photo. Gotcha. Okay. So, but like, it kind of it's confusing because you're like, wait, what is, whose arm is what? And it looks mm. a little weird. But in just, Boston, yeah, it's in Boston. Okay. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. All right. Apparently, it costs a lot of money. Little history lesson here, or yeah. I guess current events at the beginning. I'm okay of the pod. Um, let's. You want to start with Houston? Yes, I think we start with the American record. We are gonna we're gonna go through and do the recap of the over unders because I know people are waiting with bated breath to see who won week one. But we'll get to that at the end if we have time. Yes, Gordon lost, guys. Uh you know who didn't lose? Emily, Emily Sisson. Sisson. Emily Sisson. Crushed it. You have Emily Sisson in Houston running well, she half did, marathon. She, she did lose. She got second. She, we should say that. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Shout out to uh, Iwat Gebermariam who wins it 66-28 for her. But Sisson goes 66-52. Beats her old record. And as I was saying, the combo here. The combo of Sisson at the half marathon distance in Houston is as sure a thing as you can get in the sport of road running right now. I mean, you say she lost. Yeah, Ram is a very good runner. Only 24 seconds back from her. That's a legit performance. I think what we're seeing from Emily Sisson, she had the shoulder stuff down for a while. Remember? Five and ten. She could make U.S. teams. She could run fast times. And then she'd go up to the half, and she'd run really well in the half. But she didn't have that amazing marathon performance on the other side of it. Remember, ran well in London but then dropped out of the Olympic trials. But now she's got that 218. She's got that American record in the marathon distance. So now she's excelling on both sides, and then she meets at this middle distance. It's no wonder um, she has absolutely crushed this race. I wasn't surprised at all. If I'm putting in my bet now for next year, she's going to break the American record again in Houston. She's just locked in when she gets on this course. Yeah, she went out pretty quick. Too. She went out fast, yes. Yes. We're now 15.31, um, trying to figure out what her 5K splits were across the board. I should have done this math. This is I always do this. Every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about this, and then I forget to do the math. But she... Uh, Colt's got it right there. 15.31, and then 15.48, mm-hmm. and then a 16.01. Yeah. And then I'm not sure what the last one is. I can't do that math. But clearly she went out harder, slowed it down a bit. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, five minute pace and then ended around averaged around five oh seven for across the thirteen miles. But it is kind of wild too. Like it's she was in her she was not with that. She's like in a field of her own, right? It's not yeah. like there was a massive group to like go off of. Like after five K, she was, you know, just her and Jessica Warner Judd mm-hmm. were together. And then eventually it wasn't until about fifteen K when she started to pull away from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a lot of solo running, you know? Yeah. So 
big ups to her to be able to have that focus on the record. You know, she sometimes it's hard when you're when you know you're not going to win and you're like you're just chasing time. She already has the American record. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, you put it's like it's kind of like self imposed pressure. And she yeah. was able to handle it pretty well. And hey, sub sixty seven is is quick. Yeah. Goucher had run sub 67, but it was on a record eligible course. 67.11 was the time that we were looking for before. That was the over under. That's from Indianapolis, the half marathon last year. She just, I mean, this exceeded the, my expectations. I thought she'd break it. I didn't know if she was going to go sub 67. What do you think this means for marathon? The way I look at it is just she was already the favorite because she had the American record in, in the marathon. Like we were finally seeing the marathon potential come through. This just increases her odds, I think. Like if you're looking ahead to 2024 or if you're looking even 2023, who, who's going to put the best marathon performance out there on the U.S. women's side, which is deep right now. It, to me, it just Sisson is the answer right now. What is Sisson's best finish at a major? Well, it would have been Chicago. I mean, she's only that, that was her second major. She's only done two, I guess. And then she ran the trials. Yeah. Right? Like I'm, I'm, I guess that's... That, that, that's what was, we, we always were, were waiting for the big marathon to happen, and it always got delayed because she, you know, she'd run the five and the ten, or like she didn't make the team and and all that stuff. But yeah, I think she's only run three, three yeah, marathons. Second ever. in Chicago, yeah. And then she didn't do twenty one, twenty. Point twenty would have been trials, trials where she dropped out, dropped out, and then twenty nineteen was London. It was fast. London, she got sixth. Yeah, I mean, it was fast at that time. Two twenty, like oh, two twenty three in, in your debut. But the second at Chicago, that's a little bit of a fool's gold second, right? Because wasn't it just a very heavy American race? last year? Uh, two years ago, it was you're talking about October twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two Chicago Marathon. Well, the thing is, Ruth, Ch- Ruth Chepengetich won it and almost broke the dang world record. Yeah. So it's hard to say, oh yeah, this this race was light. Like there's a world where she actually. Wins that race with a two eighteen. I know everybody's running two seventeens now. Yeah, but. like because Emily has basically obviously shown that she has the talent. She's going to be everyone's lock for top three spot. Yeah. at the trials. Yeah, but then when do we know when is when will Emily Sisson become the athlete that you think that hey she could medal at the Olympics? Right, right. Well, I think she can now because Molly Seidel medaled at the Olympics. Like I think she's. Has the, she's in range now, and Ethiopia's going to only send three. Kenya's only going to send three. She can work her way in there. What what I would want to see would be her in a championship style race again, right? Yeah. A, a race that would mimic an, an Olympic race. Yeah, you know, succeeding in something like a Boston or a New York. Chicago is different. You were right. So last year, Chicago, she runs two eighteen twenty. Gets second by four minutes to Chepin Gedich, two two fourteen eighteen. And then third was Vivian Kipagot, 220.52. So there was two minutes on one side of her and four minutes on the other side yeah. of her. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't the deepest field, but you ran 218. You lost to a woman who ran 214. Yeah. Like, you get, get the American record. That's a successful day. And she just keeps on churning out successful days. But, yeah, well, well, I think the next step forward would be going to New York or Boston yeah. and doing it there. But it is interesting, though, that, like, she has these – Multiple American records, right? Even like Kira D'Amato has some as American record at, mom- at moments, but then yeah, it's Molly, yeah. it's Molly Seidel who has the medal, the medal, yeah, 
right? So just because you have all these fast times and these really good performances doesn't always translate to metal performances. Right. So that's why we're like, yeah, she's the best. But right. when will she give us the, like, she's the, easiest. the metal type? Yeah, she's the easiest to see getting in the mix right now. Yes. But that does not mean She's your number sure. one draft pick. Yeah. And, and, of course, she keeps giving you more reasons why yeah. she should be the number one draft pick. But, and she's also getting closer and closer time-wise to that gap, right? Now, that all could change because someone – the 214 could move down to 213 this year or 212. No, it really could, right? Yeah. Like that, that record could drop down and then other people could follow it. But as of right now, all right, she's at 218. The fastest people are at 214. Now she's dropping her half marathon. If she could get down to, to two seventeen on a on a super fast course, then you're shrinking the PR gap. And then the only other thing you need to have happen is okay. Then that championship race comes in, the PR becomes even less less relevant, and then that golf isn't really that big of a deal, right? Because it's getting harder and harder to see someone with a two twenty three two twenty five PB get a medal in in a world where it's. 214, 215, 216, 217 yeah. every single race. It's still going to happen. It still has happened. But the faster it gets at that front end, the more you obviously need to go right in those championship settings. Yeah. Like Olympics. But yeah, I, I just think, I think the marathon really helped her in the half. And before it, I thought it was the five and the 10 that was helping her in the half. Now it's the marathon. Like she's, she has amazing times at both sides. So it makes sense that the half is, is where she's really going to, Butter her bread. Do you know what she's doing spring? Spring is marathon. It, is it London? Do have that yet? Or is it Boston? She's not, she's not doing Boston, is she? I don't think. Maybe she does London again? Yeah, I want to see it. I mean, I, I would love to see Boston. Yeah. But, and that Boston field's stacked too. But, yeah, all, maybe. All fields she, are stacked. Well, maybe. True. Put that on a shirt. Maybe she sees, maybe she feels like, all right, let's just go where I'm going to be the most successful. And I know. That London course, I've run there before. I've run well. Let's let's run that back, and then maybe maybe she doesn't even really worry about the championship race until she has to get there. Okay, like the trials. Who is the greatest U.S. female marathoner of all time? Joan Benoit Stanton. Who is the second <laughs> best female U.S. marathoner of all time? Oh, uh, Dina. Dina. Yeah. Who is the third best? Lanyon? Okay, who's the fourth best? I mean, Lyndon. Okay, who's the fifth best? You want me to say Sisson? I'm, I'm asking where is Sisson oh, right where now. Where does Sisson rank? That's a good question. Um, She's the American record holder in both the half and the full. Yeah. I think. Well, see, but do you get credit? If you're saying who's the best marathoner of all time, do you get credit for... They have a half marathon PB. Yeah, I mean that's like a, it's okay. like you know, it's like the relief pitchers in baseball. You know, it's a side but then you got to introduce. Skill. But then you got to introduce the road racing in general, and then you open up the. No, we're not throwing twelve point eight k's. Okay, and I don't know seven mile. That we're not doing the Molly Huddle special. So no, you're going, you're going half and full. Who's the best? I mean, I don't know because you're. I don't. There's very few athletes I can name their half marathon PB. It's just the reality yeah. of it. Yeah. So I think you should judge on the marathon, and the marathon should stand alone. So yeah, she needs. She's got a. She's got the American record, but she's got one top five major performance. Yeah. So 
the American record is worth a lot of points, but but championship performances championship are worth more or major marathon. Major marathon. I consider a major marathon a championship. Because yeah, even yeah, you got people like Goucher in there. I already mentioned Flanagan. Amy Craig was around for several years, turning out good performances. Lyndon, I mentioned, and there's probably people from a prior era that I'm not even thinking about. But but she's not in your top five yet. No, she has the ability. She has the within two years, she could be in the top five for sure, for sure. I mean, even look at like Hase, right? Hase had fast time and then multiple top five performances. Yeah, at majors, like she nailed Boston, Chicago a couple times. So, yeah, you just need you need to see more more of it. But she had a different career, right? She had this career that extended on the track. I think it it's almost Flanagan like in the. She's winning 10Ks while also potentially being one of the best marathoners going back and forth. So it's not like a pure marathoner. It's, it's hard to pick. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned Gavin Ram won it. Huddle? I thought ran really well. 70-01. Um, she's back when we gave, gave birth last year. Uh, Jenny Simpson, 70-35. Uh, David Monty had a good Q and A before the race with her. She was basically like, "Yeah, I just got to like get in there and do it. Got to eventually got to see where I'm at, give myself a benchmark. I'm interested to see what she does because so, this qualifies that time qualifies her for the trials, trials marathon. But is it in that Q and A? It wasn't a sure thing, right? She just didn't know which direction she's going to go. Maybe I just stay on the roads and the shorter stuff because she's a 1500 meter runner, and I think." We need to change our expectations. Like, we can't expect every single good miler to also be good at 26.2 miles. Yeah. It's just not going to be everybody's skill set. And maybe it's not for her, but I thought this was, this was I think, better than her Cherry Blossom run that she ran last fall. So, yeah, I was impressed. I, I thought she wouldn't run this fast. Yeah. I, was, I was surprised that she ran this fast. But I do think people are going to jump on, hey, she qualified. But then it's... The question of all right, but now she's got to do two of these back to back. Yeah, and and how well is she adapted? I mean, remember how great she was at the, the fifteen hundred. Eventually, your strengths at one distance could be your weakness at another distance. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we just this might be the top end of her range, and we see her run a lot of those ten k's on the road. Right, you see um, a lot of the shorter stuff, twenty k's maybe, and the half mar- half marathon might be end up being as far as she, she goes. Yeah, it's not as it's not a sure thing. Do you know when she'll do a, a full? I well, I don't, yeah, she hadn't said. And I, I think people thought, oh, yeah, get the qualifier, and then you'll be all good. But of course she was going like, to. She's Jenny Simpson. She's going to qualify. There's a lot of people who can qualify for the Trials Marathon. doesn't mean they're actually going to do it. What's a half marathon qualifier? Is it 72? Okay. So she, she was way under it. She wasn't like. I made that up. I have no idea. <laughs> like, I literally made that up. Why did you make that up? Because it just sounded good. Let me just see what the. U.S. Olympic. Trials qualifier. I feel like they would make it 72. Boom. Here we go. It is 72. Okay. See, I shouldn't have said that. I just undercut my whole track nerd bona fides. What is it for men? 63. Okay. Well, a lot of people qualified on the men's side of things. So I got got good news for you. You want to go over to the men and talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about the men. All right. So exciting race at the end. Louis Gebrselassi and... Wesley Kiptu, your guy from Iowa State. Actually, Colts guy. Colts guy. Big 12 guy. Uh, close finish there. Gibber Sussy gets it. Kiptu's running for uh, NZ Elite, right? NZ Elite, yeah. yep. Um, 
Talvi gets fifth. Another one of you guys. Mance, sixth, 61, 12. He doesn't PR. Chez, eighth, 61, 51. Anybody's performance stand out? I mean, I was kind of surprised with not, not being faster, to be honest. Um, both at the, the top end with the winners. Like, I thought that we would maybe see a sub-60. And yeah. then even with the middle guys, with like Mance and Chez, them not breaking 61 was kind of weird. Yeah. And then there was even some other, like, guys like, you know, Colin Benny, 63-10. That mm-hmm. kind of surprised me. Um, Shadow Kipchurcher, 63-25. Yeah. That surprised me. Um, there was just a but. I feel like it wasn't as quick as what we've seen in the past from guys that I think are 60 high, 61 low type guys. Yeah. So that was my biggest surprise. I felt like it was more of just a slower year. Or the men's half at Houston. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, you don't know how the talent's distributed to between like this half marathon versus another half marathon, but yeah. that was a good one for, for Kip too. Yeah. I, I didn't think, okay, this guy for sure is going to be in the mix to, to win it, but he was there. Um, full marathon. Hitomi Nia won the women's race. Ran, uh, almost got D'Amato's record. Runs 219-24. Men's marathon. Not, not a time that you'd write home about on the men's side of things. What do we get? 210. Dominic Undoro. Parker Stinson ran 212. Tyler Pinnell, 212. Um, but Houston's really about, well, last year was about Pierre D'Amato in the full and also Sarah Hall in the half. But it's about the half more than it is yeah. the full. Like that's what, that's what people love to see just because it sets people up for a spring marathon and very few people except for D'Amato last year are going to be running, you know, outside of the fall and the spring seasons. No. Oh, Mekinen. We should talk about Mekinen. Yeah. 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 We didn't talk about So Mekinen was third to 11. Oh, five. Um, he was in there for a bit like Ondoro, Ayana, and Mekinen were all, we're all in it. And he, uh, he ended up getting third, but he's an interesting guy to watch going forward. He trains under Harun Lagat. Out in Colorado Springs, he's got a, a group there of guys who weren't in ADP before, um, and they're out there running. So Mekinen could be an interesting name out there. Still, I mean, he's only 27 years old, um, and we're talking about hey, who are going to be who are your favorites to make the team already in 2024 in the marathon? And I think everybody feels good about Mance after his debut. Yeah, but Mekinen could be a guy, especially if we don't know the status of of Rupp, like if he decides. Not to do it, or if if he slows down a bit, Mekinen could be in the mix. Yeah. I thought he, there was a lot of hyping up that he was going to run like extremely fast. But I think just yeah. like the men's half, the men's full also wasn't fast. I mean, 210-1. So just wasn't meant to be one of those stunning days outside of basically the women's half was what we saw that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, all right. Let's move on. I'm going to go to the track, down the roads. Let's, see, let's move the road stuff to the, the over-under section. Let's talk track. Track is back. What was it like this weekend, just seeing a bunch of track results come through? It was great. It was great. You're like, oh. Oh, okay. 600-meter collegiate record. Let's go. Let's go. The year doesn't begin until there's a collegiate record in either the 600 or the 300. Yeah. That's a rule. You've seen people running on the A&M track, the Arkansas track, you don't the Clemson need, track. If you have a New Year's resolution, you don't need to start pursuing it until there's a collegiate record in either the 600 or the 300. 300. 
then yeah. you know the or the one yeah. yeah 1k so now we have one though we got to go so your has started we have to start 2023 is officially started because we have a women's indoor 600 meter collegiate record Britton wilson makes sense she was very phenomenal i kind of i almost figured thought that she went pro for some reason because of how good of a season she had you know making the world team and you know running on the four by fours yeah but then i realized no she was just a sophomore so she's she's mm-hmm. back and running fast yeah only a sophomore yeah only a sophomore so 22 years old we know how fast she ran formula hurdles breaks in the thing mo collegiate record um in this race in fayetteville gets second in the race though to shamir little so i think this also means people pay attention to the collegiate record i think it also means shamir little's in pretty good shape too so watch out for her this year the women's formula hurdles because these are both formula hurdlers so i'm going to use this as an opportunity to talk about the women's formula hurdles okay because we don't know what's happening with Sydney this year, like what event she's going to run. Everybody's then already going to give it to Femke Bowl at that point. They're going yeah. to gonna crown her. But it could get interesting. It could get interesting because I know she's young, but Wilson's also young. Maybe they plan her season a little differently this year, right? And there's a little bit more in the tank. Now, she ran great at... At Worlds got fourth still, but maybe there's a little bit, uh, maybe they hold her back a little bit more and she's able to, because listen, well, e- even if Sydney's in or not in, like they're going to get four. Yeah. Right? Well, they're going to get three plus Sydney. So if yeah. she doesn't decide to run, but then I think she just feels much more comfortable in making the team now that that's not going to be the question, right? The question is going to be how well can you perform at Worlds? And I think that's going to put her in a better spot. I mean, making a team, though, is still going to be hard, even with three plus Sydney. It's going to be hard, but I would, you, Muhammad, Wilson, and then I think you'd have, you know, Little again in the mix there, too. But it's not, I think she's going to make the team. Like, I pretty, feel pretty confident about Britton Wilson making the team, don't you? Yeah, I feel confident, too, but what, what is. I'm not saying she's going to train through it. I'm just saying that because she was still young in her career last year and was able to get through that felt like the hard one yeah these ones are going to be more manageable like anna cockrell she ran pretty well still she ran 53 seconds last yeah. year yeah anna hall do you want to get into involved <laughs> she's going to keep doing eight events no but yeah i mean Love it. it's ba- i mean if spencer could get back into form maybe her yeah Masai russell is a wild card she may have a breakout season i'm thinking she ran well what did um, so what was what was Wilson's time last year? So Wilson ran 53.08. She ran the third fastest time in the world. And when did she run 53.08? In June. Was that trials or NCAAs? It's, uh, trials. Trials, okay. So, like, yeah, I mean, Wilson is not a fringe 3-4 person. She's that's, that's she, she's she's literally ran 53.08 faster than what the little Muhammad did. So, yeah, it, she should make it. But I'm just saying, like, you know, there's I mean, I've seen little beat Wilson, knowing Muhammad is still there, and then you throw in potentially some newcomer coming in hot. Uh, I don't think it's a sure, like, three plus one and then everyone else. Like, I think there might be a fourth or fifth out there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, I just, I feel more confident in her than, than others. That's what I'm saying. And I think in the right race, she can give Bowl a run. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. I think so. Uh, Donovan says, funny that a thing ran faster in high school, though. Yeah. 
It's because six hundred's a weird record. Yeah. You break it at weird times. It's yeah. like one. It's like, but it still rains in the new year though. It That's does. Just the rule. And there's like American versions, U.S. American, non-U.S. What? Not what? Yeah. No, it's because you made up the stupid that I'll never forgive you for the American collegiate record, which is not a thing. And you keep trying to make that happen. I, I keep trying to make that happen. Does anybody else keep that list? I don't do that. Who keeps the list? We know who. Do, who know, we know who keeps track of American collegiate records. Who? I think who? I don't know. But you tweeted it one time because uh, who had it? It was some. It was, it was probably like Tyler Day or something. Maybe? No, no. It was like an eight. Oh, maybe was it a distance thing? It was just yeah. I remember getting upset. <laughs> Which is like not. There's no need to. It's not a NCAA is not divided amongst nations. Divided amongst schools. But could we have like? A non-Henry Rono steeplechase record? No, that's just called second. That's what that's called. You're number two. Sorry. Henry, Henry Rono happened. Let's yeah, get, he did happen. It, it, let's, let's but do, it was in the 70s. Except, okay, you can say it's the fastest time since the 70s. That's okay, fine. we'll do that. But quit making up different distinctions. To put, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you for the record. If, if you didn't start it, I'll take your I mean, for it. Do you think pole vaulters 30 years from now are going to be able to, like, can we have like the non-Mondo record? Beat it. How about that? Beat okay. the record. Yeah. Do you think the Sydney McLaughlin record is too tough? Run faster. People are going to be saying fastest. It's going to become the non-Sydney record. Well, maybe maybe Britton Wilson can break it this year. Yeah, she'll break the non-Sydney record. No, maybe she can break the actual Maybe she can break Sydney's record. Now you sound like me on this podcast saying that, like, uh, well, Sydney's... That's, di- that's different. That's different because it's more the... The U.S. collegiate record just bothers me. Because we don't okay. keep a British collegiate record. The British, the British probably do. Do you think they do? 100%. All right, if you're British and you're in the chat, or if you're from any other country in the I chat. I bet you Charles Hicks has it. Do you keep or track Kai, of... Or, or Kai Robinson. Do you, that's the Aussie record. He's oh, Aussie. Aussie. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you got Charles Hicks right, at least. Uh, okay, What? look up Look up Sydney's record. In what? The her actual collegiate record in the four hundred. Someone asked, Khalil asked, Do you believe Britton Wilson breaks Sydney's record by SECs or NCAAs? So in the four hundred hurdles we're yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Collegiate absolute women. Four hundred hurdles is fifty two seventy five. So she would need a PR you said she ran fifty three oh three? She ran fifty three oh eight. Fifty three oh eight. Which for some reason is not even on here. Oh, uh, it was after the season. Right? I hate that. Uh oh! See now we're getting into. See now it's like in season, out season. Fifty two seventy five. Okay, fifty two seventy five. Can she do it? Can Britton Wilson take yeah. three tenths off? Yeah. Okay. So that's exactly my point. If well, you think a record's talking, too I thought you were fast, talking about her world record. Oh no! There shouldn't be <laughs> a non Sydney about... world record. No, it's called the world record. That's what it is. That's what it is. No, uh, I think you know they have the non like they did that in pole vault like the non Bupka mark. And then Mondo became the new boop. Again, it's not a non-boop mark. It's number two. That's what it is. That's what it's called. If you aren't winning, you're the second best person. Okay. Uh, David says he's British. No, we don't. So they do not keep track of the British NCAA record. And I'm sure there's no Aussie NCAA record. I think they, there's got to be a group chat somewhere where they keep track. <laughs> hey, guys. Like a here's Facebook my new group. top 10 list. Yeah, update it. The Power 10. You know, Power 10, they have their little... Track and field media stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he says, okay, David says, in 1984, Gerber set the U.S. record in college. They legitimately had those records then. Hey, so it used to be a thing. Right, but I'm Whoa. saying, why, why did it need to be a thing? Do your worldview just get 
The no, mall I don't right think there. it's good. It was bad in 19... When was this? 84. It was bad then. It's bad now. There's, it, I just didn't say bad. It's unnecessary. Why do we need that? Because people... We need to give out more awards to everyone. I mean, why do you... Have, no, I... Wait, wait. You shouldn't... Why, you should just be worried about... Why do we even about? have the 600? Well, that's a different That shouldn't even be a record. That's a different, that's a different conversation entirely. Yeah. No, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with... Uh, if you run a if you run a race, you should keep the record. And if you run and you should be eligible for all the the whole world best world record thing. I'm on record saying how much that is sort of annoying to discuss. I'm just saying the NCAA doesn't separate based on what country you're from, right? There's school records because they separate based on what school you're from. So there's no reason to have a U.S. collegiate record. It's, it's not a thing. It's creating a. In football and basketball I think it, and I think tennis, it stemmed from who has the Canadian? Who has the Canadian? Fifteen hundred. I think that's what it stems from. You're blaming Kyle Merber. Who has the Canadian? No, I think he had like the fastest U.S. fifteen hundred meter because they. That's what it comes from. Does track and field news keep U.S. records? No, they don't keep. Yeah, US. they do. No, they do. They do. They hundred percent do. You know why? They do a little dash. Okay, I'll show you why. Yeah. Okay. Colt, bring up this 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 chart. Way off track now. Or they have chart. Look at that chart. Okay, and it's called a fifteen hundred. They do keep track of it because if you look at the marks, they, well, they put, make a note. They put okay. a little okay. apostrophe after the name if you're not American. Okay, I see it. So Ilya Kipsang, Sam Tanner, Josh Kerr. Yeah, but when Kyle Murray ran three thirty five in twenty twelve, it was heralded as. Oh, the because U.S. Sydney, collegiate record. Because Sydney Marie was the only person who was. Sydney Marie was. Yeah. Australian. Sydney Marie's Australian? Is he Australian? You Dang just it, said it. <laughs> New Zealand? Is he New Zealand? No. He's not British. No, he's. Uh, South Africa. South Africa, yeah. You may. See, that was one of those things where I knew. I, I felt I like was Sydney. So, well, Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia. <laughs> that's how I. Come on. You can't blame me there. That That is an honest. No, like, you. I, you're making me, you, you make me question my own knowledge when you do something like that because it's so far off. Sydney like, Marie sounds like a guy from Australia. Just because the name Sydney is a city in Australia, that's that, that's bad. Come on, man. And he went to Villanova. Villanova is a huge Aussie well, pop no. line and Irish too. And Irish, yeah. No. So like, there listen, was, there was a reason yeah, th- that it shouldn't exist. There should not be a countries having their own records for the okay. NCAA. That's that's where I that's where I stand. I don't. Again, if you can tell me who has the Canadian record for most points in an NCAA basketball game, then I will tell you that there's... Oh, I thought you were going to say Canadian record for like most points in a track meet. It's probably Derek Druin. No. <laughs> High jump. Is he Canadian? Yeah. Good. I think. No, you're... No. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. But we don't do it for these any other sports. That's my point. But we try to... Yeah. We try to make... We also don't do the high jump in other sports. Well, I know, Gordon. It's a different sport. But exactly. I'm saying, why do we need to split it? Like, NCAA, it's enough of a designation. In any event. All right. What's next? Oh, you want to go through the rest of the over-unders? Yeah. Yeah. Pull it up. Oh. Who won? Uh, uh, some, uh, me. I, I mean, won. Here we go. Let's go through these one by one. I don't know. Uh, Matthew Bowling, 32 point. You, you tell me if this over under, this line was good. Do I get You did good for line? lines. The lines okay. are good. So Bowling, 32.1. He ran 32.4. That's decent, right? I, I mean, three tenths up. is a yeah. lot. You went under. I went over. It was obviously over. Steiner, 
I put it at fifty one five. Sure, I'm fifty one seven. I think that's pretty good. Yep. I went over, so I won. You went under. You lost. Centro uh, over under two point five people finishing in front of him in the mile at UW. He scratched. So no, just... he didn't scratch. He DNF'd. Oh, oh, I thought he scratched. No, okay. He ran the thousand, but didn't run the mile. No, it... but we bet on the mile. Yeah. Well, he ran the mile. He just okay. I, okay. Either way, we count that as an over. Over. We yeah, both, yeah. both got it. Williams, this is the one I was off on. And then yeah. I felt kind of dumb later. Because I put the line at what he ran last year, 648. Yeah, you were dumb. Which was the collegiate record, or not the collegiate record, but his, his lifetime best. Here in 654, which is still pretty good. Yeah. Still pretty good. Um, you, you got that one. You went under. Or I went under. You went over and you got it. Sisson and Mance, where he talked about. And then Yahuala on the roads in Spain, 2914. Her world record, could she beat it? We said over. Barely. Barely. We won that one, 2919. You did a good job of setting the lines. Pretty close. Pretty close. The, the Williams one was off. I should have adjusted the uh, Williams one. You should have made that like 651 or something. Yeah, I got carried away because it was his. He said it in that same meet. What did you think of those a- athletes running off distances, bowling and Steiner? Or distances they've never really run before. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about Steiner and bowling. I thought they would run faster. Well, yeah, because you picked the unders. But like, take but, that take that out of it. What did you think? Um, I think Steiner. I think clearly was not trying because fifty one seven is really slow for her. So I think she was. She's trying. No, she wasn't trying. It's just she wasn't trying. Flat track, right? She wasn't trying. Well, okay. Right. Go ahead. She, she was jogging. Finish. I'll let you finish. Bowling was trying. I'll let you finish. Bowling was trying because he ran. He ran thirty-two four. That's good. Okay. Bowling was trying, but um, you can't really take anything from it. It's, again, Steiner and bowling are. I mean, Steiner specifically is more focused on what she's going to be doing in the summer, not what she's doing in January yeah, yeah. on a flat track in Kentucky. Uh, but bowling, so the thirty-two forty. I'm like, ooh, that's like, that's like pretty good, right? Like I was looking at, like, sure, he didn't get near the. The record or anything. Yeah. But then I did a little, not did my, did a little research, but. You did your own research? I was like, that's pretty impressive. But there were two guys in Arkansas who run for Arkansas who ran 3246 and 3248. James Benson, the second, and Lance Lang ran 3248 and 3246. This weekend. This weekend. And yeah. so, like, you were thinking, oh, bowling, 3240, like he's a yeah. separating himself from the rest. Of, but I was like, well, these two other well, college kids are running 32 fours as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it kind of wasn't that impressive. Okay. Well, he's a 200 guy, right? Yeah. I mean, James Benson, he's a 45 second 400 guy. Lance Lang ran Lance some Lang, fast he's a 20. He's a 2008 200 meter guy. So like, yeah, Lance yeah. Lang's pretty, pretty damn good. Transferred from Kentucky. Um, but those were at Arkansas? It was at Arkansas. I was just kind of surprised. I thought Bowling's mark would just be very separate from the rest of the NCAA. But then seeing guys like Benson and Lang kind of be relatively close to him makes you think like, okay, Bowling isn't has yet to really con- truly separate separate. Like if you know, if he would have went out in thirty two one, they're like, okay, there's some separation. Yeah, I don't. I, I never know. anticipated him being head and shoulders above everybody else. I more just thought, all right, well, off distance early on. Well, I just wanted him to use it as an excuse to run longer stuff because I want to see him in the yeah. quarter more. Yeah. But, um, David brings up five. It was a five second PB for Abby Steiner. <sighs> and you're saying she just was on cruise control too. She so was five second PB, not even trying. 
going to be a good year for her. Good point, though, about her season versus the Collegiate season. Yeah. No World Indoors this year. So your year basically ends. If you do a full indoor season, your season is over pretty soon. Yeah. You might run. It's Mil- like over, uh, you it's know, over Mil- yesterday. Mil- no, no, it's Dr. Sander coming up in at the Armory. You could run that. New Balance Indoor Grand Prix. USA's. There's World Indoor Tour, obviously. Like, Levin is going to be stacked. The Birmingham meet's going to be really good. Live on Flow Track. If you want to travel over there, and, and if you're from, coming from the U.S., you want to travel over there and run some more uh, competitive meets. But all that stuff's over before NCAAs. There's, there's no worlds out there even if you wanted to give it a go, like, full season. So this is, like, a really abbreviated year. So uh, Troy says, Abby, I had to run a relay, about, uh, a relay 400 about an hour later, so she may have been saving. Something exactly. She was jogging. I know you're mad because you you didn't win the bet. But that's okay. Well, no, this is a year long bet. It's not even like I. It's not this like I didn't like believe in her. It's just a drive of a football game. Gotcha. We're fine. I got you. Scored a field goal first Ooh, half. That's cool. Jaguars, Chargers, basically is what you're yeah, saying. I'm I'm the Jaguars in this situation. Yeah, I need to be up by more than you need to get, you need to boost your numbers. Just torturing cold right now. I'm gonna make a comeback this next weekend. It's a rough game, guys. It was a very <laughs> rough game. Colts a Chargers fan. Folks who don't know, he has an eclectic sports rooting interest, but I respect that as someone who has. And all of them are bad. <laughs> what do you think is a more impressive kick? The Jaguars mm-hmm. coming back from 27 nothing, or USC in the 4x4? Four four? <laughs> Kendall. Oh, Kendall Ellis. Kendall yeah. Ellis kicking down Purdue. I'd still go Kendall Ellis. Yeah, so that one, that one holds. If we have a kick, we should have all-time kick rankings, including anytime, all sports. Yeah, but anytime anybody comes up, they go against the whoever has the title belt. Okay, like Ellis has held the title belt since 2018. So Jaguars versus Ellis, we should do a poll. Yeah, it's Ellis. I think it's Ellis. Got to be Ellis. I mean, I mean Jaguars though. Twenty-seven nothing. Yeah, she didn't have to play defense. I guess that's part of it. Yeah, it was going. But okay, what else? Anything else we want to discuss? Uh, on the over under, any other results that popped up? Um, I feel like there's some stuff that we can say for demo- uh, for Wednesday's pod. Ooh, Gordon's hiding. What is? It? You want to tease it? You yeah, tease- what is it? Well, no, I can't tell you. Well, well, no, you say what it is, the topic, and then you just then you do the tease. Like I'll tell you why this runner will win six gold medals on Wednesday. Well, one thing that I've done this year is I decided to wait on my collegiate rankings. How long are you going to wait? I'm waiting one more week okay. because I was just like thinking, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I kind of want to make sure, um, you know. Are you going to rank the 300 this year? No, I'm not going to okay. rank the 300. But what I am going to do is, uh, oh, a notable result. Remember we mentioned last week? Hobbs Kessler, we need him to kind of have a – he needs to start winning races. He's won another race. Won a mile. Oh. 357. All right. So wins the 1K a week later, wins a mile, 357. He's starting to get a little bit of that, okay, I'm now entering – whenever I enter a race, the expectation is winning, not the expectation is run a good time. Run a fast time. Yeah. So – I think that's a good sign for him having two early wins. It is interesting. If you're a standout high schooler, the end of your high school career is all about, for the most part, chasing time. Get another record. Get another record. Lower the time. Go to this all-star meet. Very little of it is focused on racing. And especially now, right? 
Because how many postseason meets are there now? A bunch. Right. Back when there only used to be one or two, the focus might have shifted to racing because you'd go against the number one rival or the kid who lives on the other side of the country and you'd be like, all right, I want to run a fast time, but the priority here is, is to win. Well, now there's no guarantee you're even in the same meet as that person. So you could be at a completely different meet. So then what do you do? What do you focus on again? Time, 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 time. And then you get out of high school and then it's all racing, racing, racing. Like that's the focus. Can you make it to a final? Can you score points? Or in Kessler's case, how far can you get at U.S. championships? Um, yeah, Dave mentioned Stanford Milers were impressive. Was it Kai Robinson 355, right? And then Sprout yeah. 57. That was pretty good. Uh, Kieran Lum, he was in the 3K, he ran 743. What's going to make it to the meet this year? That's what I was, <laughs> that was going to be. That was, that was going to be. I was going to predict oh, gosh. the 16th time, which I'm is going to be really hard to do. I'm because, so glad we got that out of the way now then, because if that was the tease. That's a great deal. And then if I'm right, I, I win a On every yards. event, you're going to pick No, I was going to do the distance events. Yeah, that's just cutting out a bunch of audience. Do it for all of them. That's a lot of events. Do it for this, at least for the 60 and the 200. I'm not going to 200 stupid. I'm not going to do it for the 200. I'll do it for the 60. What do you mean? The 200 was the event of the year last year. Not indoor. Indoor 200 times are boring. It was, we put it on the wheel. Indoor 200 times are boring. Oh, maybe they, oh, that's what we'll do. We'll put every event on the wheel. No. We'll spin the wheel five times, and we'll do those five events. And we'll weight the wheel. Like If we really want to make sure I get 60 predictions, we'll put like four 60s on the wheel so it increases the people odds. People want to talk about the, yeah, people want to talk about the 60. Too. Okay, so Wednesday pod. No, no, why don't we just do this? Wheel, no, stop, wheel, stop. wheel day. No. I predict the 16th fastest time do this, on the wheel. No, let's do this. Or let's, this is what, no. Oh, I, I got a better idea. This is an ongoing segment. No, no. We are going to do this. <laughs> We'll do a wheel segment of predicting the 16 fastest time. We'll do it every pod, and then we'll go through every event throughout the entire year. So if I have to make the prediction this week, it's harder. But if I get closer to NCAAs, it'll be easier predictions. So we'll just do one spin. Everybody, know, everybody knows the rules. You spin, <laughs> and you predict the 16th fastest time. Cole, do you know the rules? Because Gordon said everybody, and that includes you. One bite. Yeah, one bite. Uh, Everyone knows. Sure, I'm, I'm not going to be here Wednesday, so uh, oh, whoever's spinning the wheel. Yeah, Nico, Nico won't be able to figure yeah, out the wheel. It's, the it's, wheel requires years and years. No, that's not it. It's not it. Mr. Runner, 1892. This is why Kevin hates Gordon. All right, I'll give it to you there. My body language wasn't the best uh, when you were sweating. fun. How about this? I got a better plan. Gordon predicts number 16. Why don't you just do the 60s? The 800 and and the 5K, we call it good. No. Or the mile. No, because I want there events. to be a little bit of like unknown. It's like, oh, Gordon, are you ready to talk about the pentathlon? No, no, just pick four. That's what I'm saying. Six, but 60 needs to be one of them. And then, the, and then I think the you know, you 5K, because that's your, that's your favorite event. Yeah. So just pick four events. Okay. We don't need to do it every single week. That's a lot of wheels. Well, it's the same wheel, and you just remove a sliver from the wheel. I understand how wheels work, but it's just, it's just a lot. What else are you going to do? Oh, all sorts of things. All right. There's probably a schedule that's going to come out we could break down. There's any number. <laughs> yeah, you and your schedules. You and your My schedule. My wheels are all right. off topic. Last but. topic. Last topic. Give me the underrated performance of the weekend. You comb through all the results. It could be NCAA. It could be pro. You mentioned Kessler. Like, yeah. Give me, give me someone else. Like, what's the underrated performance of all of track and field? 
from this past weekend. Should have came more prepared. But no, when, we like it like this. I, this I, is I, better. I, I can handle some this. of your best work is done when you are not prepared. Underrated, underrated performance of the weekend. You got one? Yeah, I have one. There was a couple that I, I saw that were. I was All like, right. oh okay. I'm just debating if I want to do a men's performance or a women's. Do both. One of each. Do it. One of each. Yeah. Okay. So for for men, uh. I really thought Ismael Coney or Cone, Florida State transfer. He ran six fifty one. He ran the fastest time in the six in the sixty. Technically, you can't say that's underrated because he ran the NCA lead. Technically, he's even the world lead. But Florida State is notorious for always getting these incoming transfers. I think this guy went to New Orleans before. Mm-hmm. I think he's a transfer from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Let me double check. Yeah, transfer from New Orleans now with uh, Florida State. Um, he ran six sixty six while at New Orleans. Now he's at Florida and ten flat. Now he's at Florida State, and he runs a world lead six fifty one opener. It's not underrated because it's the world lead, but I think for no, him, it's still it's like, early. It's early enough. He's like to a, he's a name that nobody was thinking about, and now all of a sudden he might be a guy where like, oh, this guy can finish top three. Okay, so I like it. That's your men's. What about women's? Uh, women's. I mean, I wanted to say Shamir Little because we all talked about Brendan Wilson. Right, right. Because Shamir actually won the race. But um, the chat has one. I will talk about – I did mention this person, and it's the 400 hurdles. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with Masai Russell because she ran um, 788 in Kentucky, world lead in the 60 hurdles. She's already run a bunch of 60 hurdles. She's run – one, two, three, four, five, sixty hurdles so far this year. She ran twice in December. This track season. And then three she ran three times this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a lot. Last six hurdles. Yeah. Uh and she ran seven eighty eight. World lead, personal best. She's a four hundred meter hurdler. Uh so her progression, if you look at her four hundred meter hurdles, she she ran in 20, 2019, she ran 562, mm-hmm. 2021, 51, 2022, 55 0. I think she's going to be in the 53s. And she might be like that college kid that you're like, ooh, watch out. Mm-hmm. I think, right. Is she still in college? She might not still be in college. Kentucky, right? Yeah, but. Okay, yeah, she's still in college. Yeah. She has like a really good NIL deal. Yeah. So the chat. Yeah. She's very. Yeah. She signed with WWE. Yeah. <laughs> It's nuts. Big up to her. Yeah, I wonder is she the one does she have the biggest NIL deal of any she track has, athlete? She is, yeah. She's probably one of the biggest in all sports. She right? was like the person that was like kind of the poster child for when they talk about NIL <laughs> deals and like track and NCAA, they always be like, Masai Russell, yeah. Kentucky. <laughs> but yeah. But that's not about the NIL. It's about she's running really fast sixty hurdles, yeah. which is gonna translate well to her four hundred hurdles, which will be a hard team to make with, as you know, people at the top. So, chat has an athlete, underrated athlete of the week, Talitha Diggs. Yeah, she ran a good three. Well, Thomas brings up her 60, 7.14 in the 60. He says, not bad for a 400-meter runner. She's from my hometown. Yeah, PA. PA. Yeah. PA girl. I mean, made the team last year. 
I think there's some confidence that comes with that. Yeah. We talked about Britton Wilson earlier. I think there's some confidence that comes with making a U.S. team competing at the very highest level of the sport, then going back to college. Um, maybe this should be an ongoing segment. Underrated athlete of the week, and then the chat gets to pick their athlete. Should we do underrated, overrated athlete? Well, does that get upset? <laughs> yeah, people a- get upset. Ang- I-, people. I was trying to keep it positive with this. I mean, it- there was a good uh, high school performance in the pole vault. Amanda Mall. Someone mentioned that in the chat she, too. Yeah, uh, in that that uh, Nevada meet where they do the yeah. pole vault summit. I think it is. Yeah, she she vaulted four point six one, which is a U twenty record. Maybe seems like it would be. 461 is pretty high for a high school girl. Anyway, that was impressive. She's 17, not even 18. Yeah. And she's vaulting 4.61 meters. All right. Anybody, last call for the chat. Last call for the chat. Last call for the chat. Gordon, you're going to the dentist today? Going to the dentist? You tell me why you're excited. I'm excited. Why are you excited? Because like, I had a really good run of dental hygiene the past six months. <laughs> Like, I was like, today, I was like, this time, I'm going to listen to my dentist, and I'm actually going to do what they tell me to do. And I went hard into the paint. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm like, I feel like I have, like, I did all my homework. and I'm Yeah. Because normally I go to a dentist, I'm like, oh, they're going to find out. Yeah. I yeah. haven't been flossing. Because flossing is my kryptonite. Yeah. And uh, I overcame it. And now, like, they're going to be like, dang, your gums, they're looking good. I like how you said I had a really good run of dental hygiene. <laughs> I, did. I mean, yeah, it's I'm, hard on, a, I'm it's on a bit of a heater right now really when it comes to floss, to floss. Consistently. It's easy to do it, and then you forget, and then, but I was like, no, I'm doing it every time. Oof. Can I tell the story of a couple of years ago when you went to the dentist? Sure. Uh, so you, Gordon went to the dentist a few years ago. He hadn't been. Oh, in like 10 years. In 10 years, and he exclusively drank soda. <laughs> that's an exclusively how many sodas did you drink a day i don't Seriously. know but you're making it sound like i'm like a crazy person you drank at least two sodas a day is that fair i drank average a- of two sodas no, a day. no no not a day two every two days so one a day yeah you drank a soda a day so what a day yeah maybe reduce that to its lowest six term. a week six a week all right that's what he says i first personally saw him drink six a week so maybe he drank zero at home yeah but that's what i saw and you went there First time in 10 years, and you had how many cavities? It was like 10, right? You needed a other, you needed a lot of work done. Yeah, I needed a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it reminded me of the time, there was an episode, like Lamar Odom hadn't gone to the dentist in forever, and it was like a Kardashians thing, and he had so much dental work to do that they just like knocked him out like the entire time and just like went to work there for yeah, yeah. a bunch of uh, hours and hours and hours. So um, I'm glad to hear that it's going, it's going better. better for you. Yeah. You know? I mean, what's the kids uh, out there? Floss. It's important. So I learned that lesson. I learned that lesson. My first year out of college, didn't go for a while. But more importantly, didn't didn't floss. That's the thing. Like, this isn't this isn't medical advice. But it's like you're brushing, you're flossing, you're taking care of business. Like you're all good, yeah. right? But if it's that plus you're not going, then you sit in that chair and they're just gonna go to town on you. And that's what they did with me. And then I hit my max, like my insurance, like I maxed out. Like yeah. my dental payment that year because it was like so many cavities at a root canal. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay to be in this much pain. This sucks. I could just stick this floss in my teeth. Yeah. And be, be done with it. And I've had a good run. I've had like 10 years of. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's why I kind of look at you as uh, my little... protege. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're nice. like, in, you know how people, you know, coaches have coaching trees? Yeah. 
I mean, dental, 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 dental. Well, you are taking like little by little. You you don't know this, but you've been taking like advice that I've put out in the it, world. But it's not from me. Okay. Just advice that I've said maybe four years ago, three years ago, <laughs> and you ignored it at the time and laughed and probably made some comment yeah. about something. Yeah, yeah. But I told you just floss the diet stuff, like buying the prepackaged salads and stuff. Told you just ditch soda. Yep. Look at this. Did you wear the helmet that I gave you? I wear it. I wear it all the time. So I got Gordon a helmet after the bike crash. So I I was late on that, but to be fair, I didn't know. I thought I wasn't going to wear the helmet, but now I do because I'm like, I should be a friend. I should wear the helmet. Yeah. So I showed up at his house. Was this like three, four months ago? Yeah. So I was late on And I had an extra helmet. I was like, I'll give it to Gordon. So you're like really taking my, this is weird. This is a strange feeling to be in. You thought like, I wasn't. You're like the little brother I never had. Now that I realize it. Yeah. Don't tell uh, it to my older brother. David says well, he needs to step it up. What's his name? Billy. Adam? Billy Mac. If you're listening, no. What's Adam? Adam. 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 Come on, man. This guy needs. This guy needs some guidance. Uh, David says, "Just kidding." Uh, no, but seriously though. <laughs> David says Kevin watches the Kardashians. Nah, it was just you know it was on just constantly. Out of yourself. I right. saw them one. I, I saw them on a Southwest flight. Would you believe that? Kardashians? Yeah. Southwest. Yeah. They had the, this was like when Southwest first started, like the pre boarding thing. Like you could pay extra money to get on there first. You saw Kim Kardashian? No, I saw um, Courtney. Okay. And then. Did you say hi? No, they were sitting, it was awkward too. Smallish plane. They're sitting at the very front. Everybody got on and like walked past them. She was obviously famous then, but not like how it is now. But the the boyfriend or husband or whatever at the time, he was on the show. He was there too. I just thought, man, you guys are flying Southwest. Like, what's going on with this economy? Or maybe, like, damn, I'm on Southwest. Like, you're you're going to their level. It was, They're not stooping to your level. You're going up to them. No, because <laughs> I think we all know what has happened next. So, all right, we'll leave it there. Thanks, Colt, for producing. He's going to be out Wednesday, which I'm sad about. But we'll still have a show it's Wednesday okay. with Gordon's special secret top 16 time predictions. Yeah. Get your bets in now, folks. Anything else? Nope. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. We will uh, like and subscribe. Talk to you then. See ya.